All right, turn in your Bibles tonight to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, and then put a finger in that passage, that page, and then turn to Acts chapter 20. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, and then Acts chapter 20. Let me get my bookmark in here as well. All right. First Thessalonians chapter 1 and then Acts chapter 20. All right, here we go. Okay, so um, tonight we're doing diagram number 10, diagram number 10. Um, and the last nine diagrams that we have looked at, we've established the fact that we are all sinners, and because of that sin, we have earned death. And we learned that because of our sin, there is a barrier between us and God, but God doesn't want that barrier to be there uh, between us and him, so he sent his son, his sinless son, Jesus Christ, to be our sacrifice. Now, one of a couple of the lessons we looked at, uh, we saw pictures of Jesus' sacrifice in the Old Testament through the examples. Uh, we looked at Abraham and Isaac, um, and we looked at the Passover, and then, of course, there's many, many other pictures in the Old Testament that show, that point to the future sacrifice of Jesus. And we looked at that verse um, in John, um, where John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And then we also looked at uh, several verses that talked about five proofs that we know that Jesus is the Messiah. Um, and as a review, let's see if we can remember them all. Let's see if I can remember them all. Uh, Jesus himself testified uh, that he was the Messiah. We had John the Baptist. And then we had, we have miracles that Jesus did on this earth. And we had God the Father uh, testifying both at the transfiguration and at Jesus's um, Baptism, and then the most important one, the one that we have today, is, of course, the Scripture, the Bible. We have the completed Word of God, that point that shows us that Jesus is the Messiah and who he says he is. Um, and again, those are all pictures of Jesus' coming sacrifice and from, I mean, the whole Bible is pointing to Christ. Um, now, last week, we saw in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, that God put our sin on Christ, and because of that, we can have Jesus' righteousness put on us, or as the Bible says, imputed on us because of Christ's sacrifice on the cross. But that's not an automatic thing in our lives, in people's lives. It can be 
if we accept Christ as our Savior, and as we will see tonight, um, one side of the two-sided coin, we're going to look at repentance and faith, um, that once we return, a turn in repentance and faith to, toward the, um, Jesus' Jesus' sacrifice, God will, can look out on us as righteous, but if someone hasn't accepted Christ as their Savior and repented of their sins, God still sees them as sin. But, as we again saw last week, Christ made, it away, made the way through the cross that God can look at us as righteous. So, with that in mind, uh, we're going to look at the first thing tonight that the Bible tells us um, that an ingredient, I don't want to say it's, you don't want to make it sound like it works, but there's two action points, repentance and faith that someone needs to have in their life to turn to Christ. So that's what we're going to look at tonight. Uh, so um, Acts chapter 20, verse 21, Acts chapter 20, verse, did I say Acts chapter 2? I said what? Acts 20, verse 21. Okay. Um, which says, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. We see in this verse, um, the Apostle Paul talking to the people there in Ephesus, testifying to the Jews and to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith to our Lord Jesus Christ. The two ingredients you might want to put it as of salvation. So we see in Acts 20, verse 21, repent. Now, repent is one of those words that growing up in a Baptist home or a religious home, be like, yeah, we've probably heard of that, but not everyone has done that or grown up that way. They might not really understand what that means. So that's when we're going to look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, which gives a different word for the same action. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Verse 9, for they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. So an easy word that people will understand better than the actual word to, um, repent, which it does mean the same thing. Romans chapter 1, verse 9 is the word turn, the word turn. And that's the main thing we're going to be looking at in this lesson tonight about how the biblical word repent has the idea of turning from something. And in this verse, it, talks, it says specifically about the Thessalonian believers that they turned from idols. They turned from idols. So what we're going to look at tonight here are 
some idols that mankind may have that they need to turn from. Now, as we've mentioned, we, the religious we, as I've mentioned in previous lessons, that this uh, Bible study was written specifically for people in Africa. Um, so one, one idols that the, uh, that the writer of this study first brings up is ancestors. Ancestors. Now, us here in the United States, we might not have, uh, we might not be looking toward ancestor worship as they, really, they do in Africa, but I was thinking about this. This is really something that is getting into our culture. I, mean, I was looking, uh, I watched one of the newer Disney movies, which there's been a lot, a lot of agendas in the latest Disney movies, so you have to be really careful with them. But one of them, it was talking about basically ancestor worship inside of a Disney movie, the, the Turning Red movie, if any of you have seen that one. And it's basically talking about their ancestors, and they were re reverencing their ancestors. And that's not the only Disney movie that has that in there. Um, but like, uh, there's, there's many religions that has ancestor worship in it. So that could be something that people have as an idol in their life, that they're worshiping something that they would need to turn from to turn to God. So one thing is ancestor worship. Another big thing is self. I mean, if you really think about it, we all worship self. Uh, we do what we want to do when we want to do it. Self is our idol. I mean, we might not want to word it this way. Worship self, but again, if you really think about it, we do worship our own self because we cater to what we want. And that's, that's our sin nature. So another idol could be self. A um, couple of other examples. Um, substance abuse, drunk, drunkenness. I'll just put drunk. There's several people in our world that drinking, drugs, uh, substance abuse is something that is an idol in their life that is preventing them from, re from turning, from repenting and turning to God in re uh, repentance and faith. Or even, even this. This is something, even in my own life, I was thinking about lies, uh, convincing ourselves that we're right, that we are saved, or anything that is not truth according to what the Bible says. That can be an idol in someone's life. Or, here's a big one, another big one, um, that has a lot of people tripped up. False religion. And in our day and age, there is, there's a lot of false religion out there. Even, I mean, it might not be... Um, a name like Catholic or Lutheran or 
whatever a religion you grew up in. It could be, uh, the, of course, the New Age movement. Uh, it was interesting, our one nurse um, last week at the hospital when Katie asked her how, what she believes, and she's like, I'm spiritual. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I don't subscribe to any religion, per se, or something to name, but, but, but I'm spiritual, and I know God. And it's like, if you're not going by what God says in his word, that's a false religion. Um, and in these days, there's a lot of so-called churches out there that have the name, they say the name of God, um, but it's really just something that makes them feel good. Um, and I could give many examples. I have one in my mind right now of a professional athlete who says there he's a Christian, but his life doesn't really say it, show it by his actions, but they name the name of God, but they deny the power thereof, as that one verse says. Now, um, one other idol I was thinking of, and you could probably come up with um, many, many other examples of idols. I even put false professions. And this would be more, well, it was for me, false profession. That was, uh, I said a prayer and I had this wonderful feeling and I thought I was saved because of that. And it's like, no, there was no repentance. There was no turning in my life. And I held on to a false profession for many years until the Lord finally brought me to my knees to that point of turning to that point of repentance. But for everyone, I mean, to be saved, according to the Bible, you have to come to this point of repentance, of turning. Turning from one of these idols, something that is preventing you from turning to God. And um, I've read many different testimonies. There's been many examples of idols in people's lives that have prevented them from turning to Christ. But it always comes back to there's something that they have to turn from. There's something, if you're saved, that you had to turn from, something you had to give up to turn to God. So those are some examples of idols that are in our culture today. And again, you could probably think of many other ones. But according to the Bible, what true repentance is, it's turning from idols to God. Turning from idols to God. And when that step happens, I mean, we're going to look at specifically faith, Lord willing, next week in the next lesson. Um, and I mentioned this before, but it, it really is the two sides of the same coin, uh, repentance and faith, because if you're going to turn from your idols to God, you are putting your faith, your belief, and your trust in God. So that's the lesson tonight in repentance. Really, you can boil it down to that word turn, something that, can, that most everyone can 
identify with. Um, and this verse just talks about turning from idols. Well, there's many idols that could be there in your life or in other people's lives that is preventing them from turning to God. But according to the Bible, you have to repent. You have to turn to God in order to be saved.